Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. First question, I always think, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. What is it about you? You were playing and instead of going to the beach for two weeks in the summer like all your teammates, you were going off to Afghanistan. Attempting or, a remarkable you know. feat uh, this year. They're planning to roll across the Atlantic. It's 5,000 kilometres. It's New York to Galway. It's unsupported. I'm Damien Brown. This is Deep Roots. And once again, I'm asking you to join me on my next adventure. Day 28 and day three of the battle of the countercurrent. I wish I had. I wish I had good news for you. <laughs> but I woke up 10 miles back this morning. And you know the most surprising thing about that wake up was that it didn't actually bother me that much I I don't know what the shift within me has been but I've really in, in surprisingly good spirits today I think it's just a lot of the I think what it's you know I've asked myself the question you know where is this coming from and I think it's just a lot of the thoughts I've been having around you know perspective um, and uh, getting them clear and becoming very, very, having them right at the front of my awareness, I would say. So, like, having perspective around um, why I'm doing this, having perspective about what this is, you know, what is this project, this entity, and um, having perspective around what I have in life and the support, particularly I'm thinking in terms of the support that I'm getting for trying to um, 
trying to uh, row this ocean. So um, there's been loads of stuff coming up for me that in that area that has just been like it takes away the or sorry it, it not that it takes away what's it do it um, crushes all of that little those little worries you know those daily momentary frustrations and agitations and um, by by the weight of its importance you know so I'm thinking about like um, I know that I have a good family around me that are going to be waiting on the other side no matter if it's tomorrow a hundred days from now or two hundred days from now they'll be there I know that this is an unbelievable privilege to be able to do something like this with your life. Um, firstly, having the physical and mental capacities to take something like this on. Uh, secondly, the, the project itself as a whole, like attempting to row an ocean within your lifetime is like, a, it's an honor. Um, and... Uh, you know, that, that changes the narrative then around the daily stuff like, oh, I went back 10 miles. Yeah, but, you know, you know there's, you're still here. Things change. Uh, you still have an opportunity to roll today. You can you can be safe here if you want. You are safe, like, in terms of, you know, there's no threat to your life here as long as you clip in at all times. And if you want to be comfortable, you can get in the cabin and be comfortable for a little bit. You know, you, there's no, like, real um, genuine, like, worries here. Like, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a good place. I'm in control. Um, and I've prepared myself in a way that I have every opportunity to get across. Okay, it might take... You know, it looks like much longer than I, I thought at first when it was me and Gussie and then even what I thought what I could do myself. But like, yeah, so, you know, okay. But I know that I'm going to, like, I have great perspective around my own character and I know that that is something that I'm going to put in the work every day to get across and I'm going to uh, find a way to make it as um, cross as quickly as possible. And I know that, there's no fucking way I'll stop like there's just like you know it's it's not a it's not a thing with me in this endeavor um it's just like I said before it's too important so uh, you know there's great security around all those things um so yeah the Despite the challenges of this countercurrent, and um, it is the reality is it is frustrating, it is heartbreaking at times. Um, I uh, do my best to identify that thought process as quickly as possible, cut it then, and uh, kind of recalibrate my mind. Uh, by just thinking through some of the pers those perspectives um, and uh, yeah that, that broader outlook that larger I suppose um, scope of vision around you know, what I'm doing and why is um, is hugely 
beneficial in, in keeping spirits high. Um, so, yeah, so then, like, I've worked hard again today. I have six hours rowing done, and it's only one o'clock, half one. So, um, what I... The, what I have today, which I didn't have yesterday, which is an incredible luxury, or the day before, is I'm able to lie in the cabin for half an hour or an hour and uh, not, you know, be fucking stressed out of my eyeballs. I'm losing mileage. It's because uh, the only way, the only option earlier when uh, I realized, you know, I'd gone back 10 miles and was trying, trying to make it up is um to row north there's literally i can't there's nothing the boat like the winds are quite high today and they're coming from the east um so they're also blowing me west uh, so like there's there's nothing i tried to row into the east for a little bit but it's still kind of pushing the boat northwest uh there's no other way there's a bit of current seems to be going to the north even though it's, it's gone now but it was there earlier so uh, I just hopped in that and started pushing the boat north. Um, Chris says that there's a, a possible change of current uh, at at a certain coordinate, about uh, 12 miles to the north. So I'll try and get there. But uh, in the meantime, what that does is, you know, when I'm heading that way, I can actually get off the oars and not be looking at myself. Uh, clocking backwards a load of mileage I've worked really hard for and, and that mentally is a huge relief it's a huge burden not to have um, and I think above anything else that was the thing that was frying me the most you know is that burden that like oh man I, the minute I put down these oars I'm starting to go backwards and I, whatever I need to do I need to do real quickly and get back on here um, you know clearly that's not sustainable for one human <laughs> uh, if you think about even medium term like over a course of a couple of days three days four days i mean it's just not like you're gonna have to sleep at some point you're gonna have to rest uh, so you know that's there that's that reality is at the back of your mind um you can't escape it like so it stresses the fuck out. It does to me anyway, you know. Uh, always with that intention, you know. I need to get home as quickly as possible. So um, so today, uh, with any easterly mileage taken away, like it's just impossible, it can't be rowed. Um, well, it can be. I rode like 0.6 of a minute of a degree uh in about two hours i did try it and it wasn't two hours a bit less than that but like it didn't hardly even made an indentation on the track on the gps i was like wow uh there's a lot of work for very very little gain into the wet into the east so um yeah best off just going north and using that bit of current and the rowing is a little bit stressful. It's a little bit more uh, comfortable in terms of staying on the seat. You're not getting knocked off the seat and it's not so frustrating. Um, and then I can get off the oars and, you know, do a podcast or do a video or do whatever needs to be done, have a shit. So without worrying about being blown backwards. And yeah, like I said, mentally, that's enormous right now. Uh, the, the forecast isn't looking good like there's another two and a half days of this 
countercurrents that come and winds. So uh, hopefully this, uh, what Chris has spotted to the north, this um, uh, this easterly current is actually a, something I can access and something I can use to get around uh, this fucking absolute soul-destroying section of the row. Um, yeah. So... I think that wraps up. Oh, I saw a whale as well, probably like a big whale. I don't know what it was, but it was it was only about 150 meters from the boat there earlier, which was absolutely class. Um, oh, so good! Like I, re I really wish. Uh, I'm sure it'll come. Like, but I really wish I got to get a good, real good look. You know, all you see really is the big back and the small little dorsal fin on this one at least. Uh, and then the air been um, blown out of its spout, uh, but like you don't, you know, it's between the waves and it it coming up, and then the waves and it's quite wavy today with the wind so high. Uh, I don't really get a great look at it, but still so cool. It seems to be, it seems to be on its own, which uh, yeah. Uh, but such a watch, I just the difference it has even if I was thinking to myself like you know you're kind of quite in the in the mundanity of rowing like just churning away trying to get good strokes and then you know there's not a lot else there's not a lot of stimulation or anything and then boom you hear this and you, you have this kind of encounter and uh oh, the, the energy it induces through yeah like it's just yeah so cool it's a complete state changer um, so that was kind of the highlight of the day of a very, uh, you know, generally, I suppose I would say frustrating day, which, you know, like, as I said, my spirits are high, um, are good because of, uh, um, just keeping, keeping a, a, you know, one eye on the broader picture here and having that good, good perspectives around that, um, keep blown away all right i'm this is there's still quite a bit of day 28 left and then we'll be finished four weeks on cushion mccree so uh, i'm sure i'll talk to you before the night is done all right cheers Four weeks in the bag, finishing four weeks, and day three of this battle with this countercurrent by once again getting my ass well and truly kicked. not something I even contemplated I'd like to think I when I am preparing mentally for these things you know I'm I do that 
in what I would deem a brave fashion by contemplating all the things that could go wrong and then trying to mitigate against them or put plans in place um, before and for during uh, so I'm that bit more prepared to deal with them but this is just not something that really ever came up for me had a little bit of a reprieve today because I just couldn't move the boat west or sorry east uh, west is very easy <laughs> but east not so much um, so my only option was there was a current kind of going northwest north northwest um, to use that to get further north and see what that would bring so uh, i took all the waypoints out of the gps so i wasn't getting this kind of negative uh metric you know that you're you're moving away from where you're meant to be going and just used gps coordinates and uh just a kind of a, a blank screen just with speed and um, bearing, was it bearing in there? I can't remember. But uh, and uh, and rode north, and then uh, chatting with Chris um, over the tracker messenger, he was saying if I get to forty-two degrees north, forty-two twelve minutes north, that there's an easterly current. So I was like, oh, really? Uh, okay well this was something that was actually achievable right because everything else he was telling me was like you know days of work in advance or days of work and or days in advance you know like the, this thing will be over in two days or three days whatever he was saying so I was like, okay, so if I get to this point, uh, there's a chance I can get an easterly flow of a current. I mean, and it's only 12 miles north. So I put that, I just made my own waypoint and uh, worked towards that for most of the afternoon and did a lot of rowing. Like, I was hardly out of the seat uh, for longer than like 15, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, I'm back in. I think today is the most rowing I've done since Gussie left. Um, I've kind of been on that seat since before five this morning. It's now half ten night. I think I've done somewhere over over 11 hours. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, so that was that was nice like that that reprieve uh, that I, I wasn't getting this kind of negative fucking panic almost that like geez, I'm going backwards again uh, going backwards again should I need to do something about that I'm going backwards you know because it was going north the current, current was kind of going north um, 
when I did stop, actually, it was kind of chucking away there. Not much now, but a little bit towards, or roughly towards the north. So uh, I was actually able to, I just felt a, uh, a weight lifted off my shoulders, a little bit of stress. And then I got here. <laughs> and... Uh, the wind calmed a lot today during it, so by the time I got here, it was kind of a one of those rolling, gentle, um, swell kind of sea states, um, and beautiful sunset. So I um, I kind of took a deep breath and lined the boat up with the sunset and rowed east. And sure enough, I was actually able to row. The speeds weren't nothing to talk about now, really. Like, I think between 1.5 knots to down to, like, you know, 0.2 or 3 of a knot. So, slow speeds. But, I, listen, I was going, for the first time today at least, I was going east. So, that was uh, very enjoyable. And uh, I was able to bang out about a mile in an hour and then took a short break kind of again with my heart to my mouth to see which way the boat was going to move. Unfortunately, it moved northwest. Um, so back away from where I want to go uh, and backwards, basically. So, uh, yeah, um, and fast. Uh, so that was a fucking kick in the teeth. Uh, so that mile and a bit that I made um, got eaten back into real quickly, like half a mile gone in no time. So I was going to have a nice break there because I'd rode like so long to get, you know, to this point, but I couldn't. So um hopped back on the oars and uh, was kind of getting to the end of sunset now and starting to get dark. Uh and uh, did another I think I only ended up I only ended up doing half an hour I'd planned to do another hour but uh, it was hang on why did I only do half an hour oh yeah it was very difficult to make back up that um, ground I lost um just just immediately lost so it wasn't the same kind of firstly navigation is quite difficult tonight because the cloud cover and there's the moon is blocked out there's no stars so it's hard to know exactly um what is what when you're uh, start rowing you know trying to get your bearings um, and then you're looking at the handheld compass and the GPS. GPS can be really jumpy, like, I mean, the numbers can just jump from here to there. Even the bearing, that jumps a lot, you know. Uh, it doesn't make any sense in terms of uh, it goes from, uh, say, it's set inside. Uh, when I say inside, I mean in the cabin on the main GPS screen at, like, 103 and you can go out and it can say something completely different on the deck repeater and then uh, you start rowing and then it starts recalibrating and then has another number and another number and you know so it doesn't give you any opportunity to kind of nail down your your track um 
and then you're looking in between your legs at the uh, compass and I thought I had a good fix on the, the line of the compass that I needed to be uh, rowing towards or have the at least have the uh, uh, compass point pointing towards uh, that's why I stopped after half an hour because I wasn't making any ground uh, into you know where you should be expecting to see the distance to waypoint drop and I'd only made point one of an audible mile in half an hour which is very unusual so I was like something's up here uh, even though it's holding that line on the compass which was the you know the good line from earlier and uh, I came in and saw that I was kind of going the wrong not, not completely wrong direction but I wasn't uh, I wasn't going east I was kind of going north northeast so that's why it was you know uh, that's why I only got point one taken from my even though I was rowing for half an hour I only got point one taken from my distance away point where you'd expect in half an hour to have kind of point point six or so to go uh, point five tonight and yeah so uh, and then I was like making plans I was like you know what I'll do I'll, I'll stay like normally when I go into cabin I kind of strip down quite a bit and uh, um, try and get comfy uh, and uh, sleep or whatever but this time I said you know what I'll do here I'll row for an hour and then I'll take 15 minutes and I'll literally drop the oars run in fall asleep for 15 minutes uh, put my alarm on, fall asleep, and then back out and grab them again. So there's minimum kind of lag time between, uh, you know, getting like dropping the oars, taking off gloves, taking off trainers, taking off uh, smock, taking off beanie, head torch, blah blah blah. There's a list of things. I just, I just go to sleep in all of that stuff for 15 minutes and see if that will kind of you know between if I can get a mile in an hour and then I'm only losing 0.3 I can actually make some ground here and I might get to this fabled easterly currents that Chris is talking about um so that was the plan but like because the I did that a couple of times uh and the third time I think the navigation was just so difficult and I was getting absolutely nowhere um, and it was slow going and it was, it was nothing was coming down like no no change in distance to waypoint all that so I wasn't according to the computer I wasn't making any ground but I'd like rode for half an hour uh, and uh, I just packed it in I was like fuck this I've been out since four o'clock this morning it's now ten I'm exhausted, I'm tired. I'm really struggling with this. As much as I want to fight and I can get to this current, wherever it is, and then uh, use that to kind of get around this and out of this fucking nightmare. Um, it just wouldn't happen tonight between everything like... Uh, 
between the, the difficulty navigating, between the slow speeds, between the strength of the current against me, uh, be out there, I didn't, I literally, um, just waste, waste my time and energy. So, uh, I need daylight, firstly, then I need the currents to slow down a bit and then I need to be at full capacity and not having done you know whatever that is 16 hours today so I decided to um, come into the cabin take my beating again today um, come into the cabin and get some sleep it is going on 11, so I want to be back up at 4. So I get 5 hours sleep. Looking at the GPS, if I take 5 hours sleep, I'm going to lose a mile and a half an hour. So 7 and a half. 7.5 miles. Yeah, fuck. Oh well, it is what it is. Um, but tomorrow, then I'll have a much better opportunity with the uh, you know I can get I can take little rest and do big rowing periods like so two hours three hours in some cases and then only take like 15-20 minutes so it kind of minimizes any um, any backward movement and makes the most then of you know hopefully getting towards this if we can find this uh Easterly current that Chris is talking about up around here be great. Lord, wouldn't it be great? So that's the crack. Four weeks done, guys. Holy shit. It's been uh, hard. Huh? It's been hard. I hope you're enjoying the story. I don't say this often on here, um, but if. Uh, if you are, um, it'd be great if you could leave a review on uh, the platform. Like the, if, if that's a feature of the platform, like Apple Podcasts, if you could uh, just take a couple of minutes and uh, let uh, the public know, leave a little review of the show, um, it'd be a great help. And then just share it with anyone you think might be interested in listening. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to Patreon, um, Deep Roots, or Damien Brown, I'm not sure. You'll find it on the Deep Roots Instagram page anyway. And uh, and you can, uh, you can support the show there. It would be much appreciated. Become a patron for the show and uh, help out with the, the costs of it which are as you can imagine significant I'm trying to broadcast a podcast from the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and, uh, and hopefully um, contribute to its uh, future uh, in whatever direction we might find ourselves but uh most important thing is that you're enjoying it and uh, taking something from it in some way, something positive. Uh, that's the intention of the show. 
is to um, share openly, honestly, authentically how I live my life and uh, and what that has kind of brought me, uh, what it has endowed me with through the actions, through the experiences and uh, I want to bring you right into that and you know promote it as a way of being because it's incredibly powerful in its uh, rewards physically mentally emotionally uh, even spiritually so um, and that's enough So keep striving for more from yourself and onwards to week five. Cheers, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.